Welcome to Millennium Moms with Anna and Ashley, two moms who's trying to navigate motherhood. I'm Anna. I'm Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Hello. <laughs> well, this is fun. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this is the first time we do a podcast together, but I feel like we've been podcasting for a long time through WhatsApp. <laughs> Yeah, it's we been just a thing. talk all the time. <laughs> we really do. So I guess this is a brand new show. So we're really kind of just going to introduce the show and introduce ourselves and why we're doing this show. So we're both stay-at-home moms that kind of happened abruptly and recently, and that was never part of our plan, yet here we are. Yeah, it was really out of the blue how I even became a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> right. It was really out of the blue. Yeah, I was like, um, I'm not working here anymore. <laughs> Bye, I got a child. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's funny because I think about like when I was working and before I had a baby, and now I have like a one-and-a-half-year-old, but before I had Aria, I was always like that person that was like, I was judgy. Man, I was judgy. I'm so sorry, moms out there, but I was judgy. I used to, I never understood why mom stayed at home. I was like, why wouldn't you just keep working? Like, you know, you have your own life. You have your career, blah, blah, blah. And that was kind of like my main thought. And then once I had my child, I was like, oh, I don't know if I can leave her. And then I left her for a little bit, and it just was not for me. And, no. and I mean, there's moms who do it, which is, like, great. I applaud you because that's, that's a lot of work. Like, being a mom is work enough, but working on top of all that, that's a, that's a lot. But as a stay-at-home mom, it's like, it's crazy. It's weird. It's weird that now I'm a stay-at-home mom. I feel like I never cared. Like, I guess I was brought up in, like, a Christian environment, so there were so many stay-at-home moms. But I never was like, oh. Well, I didn't even want any kids, but I yeah. never thought oh you know I'm gonna be a stay-at-home mom no but I did remember at a certain point I was working retail as a manager and I was like mm, I never want to come back to work ever again I hate this <laughs> but I never thought I would ever be able to be a stay-at-home mom I just didn't think Chris would be cool with it yeah Chris is the hubs yeah the hubs but um yeah it, it, it's really weird but yeah, we're stay-at-home moms now, and we decided to make a podcast about it because it turns out that navigating this world alone is it's a, it's way too much to handle, I think. I mean, it's nice to have a support system, like to have a family that obviously supports you, but it's, it's great having you because it's like when I'm going through something, you know what I'm going through. Yeah. And it, it's nice to have that and to be like, I'm not really crazy. Cool. We're all doing this together. <laughs> it's so nice to have somebody to just kind of get it out when you know you can't do that with your husbands. They're just not as receptive. They don't They don't want to hear you complaining about your hard day at home when they worked an eight-hour day. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that can get really tricky. So it's nice to have a mom to just be like, hey, girl. My kid's driving me insane. How's your day going? <laughs> I just want to get in my car and drive into the pond down the road. <laughs> With a bottle of wine. It would be so peaceful, that slow immersion into the pond. <laughs> Peace and quiet. But, yeah, so... I'm not... I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not suicidal at all. But the peace and quiet would be great. <laughs> but, you know, this is why we're here. 
So we're really here to reach out to other moms that might be in our position. Maybe you're a working mom and you just need to know that there's other moms out there that still feel the same feelings that you're feeling of being overwhelmed. And you still love your kid. I mean, we love our kids. Like, nothing in this world could ever compare to the love that we have for our kids. But every now and then we need to just sit back and drink some wine and not hear our kids screaming. <laughs> this is so nice, right? <laughs> This is also the other reason we decided to do a podcast. We need peace and quiet for at least like a good two to three hours. Yeah, it's nice, nice getting back to it. Just being us, not just mom. Like, I'm Ashley right now. I'm not mom. Somebody's not coming in the room, grabbing on my leg and pulling me or smack me, give me attention. It's great. (laughs) Isn't that crazy though? When I can't go to the bathroom by myself anymore. Like, that's been a a thing very recently, where it's like, I disappear to go to the bathroom, and like, God forbid, why did I do that? Because I hear, like, a little banshee screaming at the other end of the house, so she, like, runs into the bathroom, barges in, and she's like, need help? Need help? (laughs) No, I'm good. You know what I do? So, Stefan comes in, and I try to think of all the things he hates that I I do, like, change his diaper, uh, put clothes on him, um... Anything in that general area, I know he just doesn't like it. Uh-huh. So I say those things to him. I'm like, do you want me to go change your diaper? I'm just hoping he's just going to, like, run out of the room. Sometimes he does. He's like, I don't want any parts of that. No. And I'm like, oh, great. I can use the bathroom. But the worst part is, you know, you make a little toot in there. He's laughing the entire time. <laughs> like, you're just like, you know, you just, no privacy. You, can't, you just can't be yourself on the toilet. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I'm going to try that with Aria. Mm. I have to think of what she really doesn't like. Because she likes to go to the potty, and she likes to take baths. So I need to figure out. I, I'll figure something out. Everything's kicking and screaming with Stefan. Do you know what I should tell her? I should ask her if she loves me, because usually she just runs away. <laughs> Absolutely not. Goodbye. It's like, yes. Win. <laughs> I don't even care about your love. I just need to pee in peace. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm gonna have to like definitely message you if that's what happens. <laughs> that's great advice, Ashley. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Sometimes it doesn't work. It be, doesn't. Be warned. We just gotta figure out more things that they definitely hate that they don't want to do. Keep a list on my phone. Oh, I should say potty time, bath time. Yeah. Those are other. Those are those work for Stefan. Good. Okay, I'm gonna keep a list of Arya's. So, how has being a stay-at-home mom changed your life? I mean, it changed everything. I was working forty hours a week, but like it'd be nice because after got off work, like I'd be able to hit up a friend. We'd go to a bar, or we'd go to Applebee's, get an appetizer, I could come home whenever, and just like, you know, not worry about some other person that I have to take care of, so, like, when I do these eyelash appointments, I'm freaking out, I'm like, is, is Chris okay in there, <laughs> like, is he, is Stefan terrorizing him to the point where he's gonna be like, eh, I'm just gonna head out, y'all. <laughs> I just find Stefan at home alone, just listening to his music and drinking his bottle. Oh, no. Yeah, just the, the never-ending sing-along songs on YouTube. 
Oh, it's too funny. Yeah, I think, see, I was always the person that identified myself with my work. And I always did a lot, a lot of, like, community work, a lot of outreach work, um, nonprofit stuff. So, basically, I wasn't getting paid for half the stuff I was doing. But I was still doing it. And, I mean, it was like a, it wasn't even like a full-time job. It was like a full-time plus-some job that I had. But I really loved it, and I identified myself with it. So, once that stopped, it took me a while to, like, quit. I kept telling myself I was going to. I think it took me, like, four months to actually quit. But once I actually quit, um, it I felt kind of, like, lost. Like, I knew I was Arya's mom. I knew it was me. But I was like, this, like, what do I do? Like, I take care of this kid. Is that it? Like, is that all I'm, I am now? Like, it was weird. I had, like, an identity crisis, basically. That's why we did Mary Kay. Yeah, and then we did Mary Kay. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, we need to work. I mean, it was nice having, like, extra little bits of income here and there. But it was almost like a desperate attempt at, like, becoming something again. Yeah. Being a mom and only a mom just, it's like... I can't look at the same four walls anymore. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I can't just change diapers and that be it. I have to get out of this freaking house. Like, you just get stuck in there, and you're just like, I mean, you go in depression. Like, yeah, I've never been a depressed person. I've always been super up and up, positivity. Like, you know, I have like my bouts of anger, but that's about it. Like everything else was just pretty normal. Pretty normal. No yeah. real dips in my mood, and I. Yeah, it was it was pretty miserable. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's fair to say, too, like, every now and then, we'll, if we're not doing enough, it feels like we kind of just dip back down. It does. It's, it's a roller coaster. It's like we kind of have to keep our, like, yes, you know, we're taking care of our kids, obviously, but we also have to, like, find something else where we're like, oh, let's, let's do arts and crafts forever, guys, and, you know, because it yeah. keeps you going. And it's just, yeah, because if you don't, like, you just, you kind of, like, fall. Yeah, as long as I'm doing something, planning something, I'm good. And the moment I stop, I'm just kind of like, ugh. But I'm one of those people that I'll take on, like, ten different things at one time. And then I'll realize, oh, my gosh, like, why did I plan a play date? I plan an appointment, and I plan, like, like, stuff with Stefan. And then, oh, when do we put nap time in there? Like, I'm just, I'm always doing that. And then that kind of, like gives me anxiety and then I kind of go into it so yeah. I'm not very organized. Yeah, you have days where like on paper they're planned like almost perfectly like your little like the blocks and everything it all looks good on paper and then when you actually try to do it it's kind of like whoa hold on I have to drive from here to here so that messes this up and then it kind of gets all over the place. I know. Yeah but I mean it's hard and I think that's part of the reason too why I'm it's kind of cool how like we happened like with our kids because I mean we were friends for a while before having our kids or, and our husbands were friends before having our kids and then you guys got pregnant unexpectedly mm. and then we kind of went into baby fever and then we got pregnant so our kids are like what five six months apart so I mean like we kind of have been going through this almost from day one together yeah absolutely so it's been kind when of... When I was at my baby shower, you were, like, halfway done being pregnant, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were pregnant at the same we time. We had three pregnant friends all at one place. My friend Megan was there, That's too. Right. And she had her daughter, like, a month after I had Stefan. So, so it was pretty babies. cool. Yeah, it was definitely, like, a baby fever. <laughs> I think we're, we were just getting to that age where, like, it's just like, huh, what else can we do? <laughs> <laughs> Let's make a baby. <laughs> 
just need that extra human in our... And, and it's funny because um, I was kind of going through something where I was just like, man, something's missing. Like, something's really super weird about my life. It's just not fulfilled or complete. Um, and I, I didn't want kids, but, you know, after finding out I was pregnant, I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is it. This is everything. And then when you're a woman and you have a person inside of you, you're just like, you just have this weird connection that nobody yeah. else has and it's just like it's just surreal it's like a it's a mini best friend you can take literally everywhere when he <laughs> came out friend. i didn't want to share him anymore i was like can he just he just needs to stay in here for like ever actually i loved being pregnant i i had an easy pregnancy see i had a lot of random pains while i was pregnant but i liked being pregnant but you know why it's so selfish maybe no it's not selfish because i was carrying a baby inside me but it's because people kept telling me how pretty I looked, like, constantly. And, I mean, I was big. Like, I had a big belly. And people were like, you're so beautiful. I'm like, oh, my God, here's my belly. Just, it's great. They and, treated me like a goddess. Right. I was like, oh, you love me because I'm making a human? I <laughs> I'll make more. <laughs> no. I, well, well, I don't know. You we'll will. Not I me. Will. No. <laughs> You're like, that shop's been closed down for quite some time. Y'all, my thing was broken. Six months. <laughs> Just keep it in mind. But, yeah. oh, well, I guess if you're a mom, you know. You know what that life is like. <laughs> <laughs> the wobbling around for, like, it feels like an, etern- an, an eternity. An eternity? Eternity? An e- yeah. Yeah, I remember the cankles. I had oh. massive cankles, bro. When you were pregnant or after you had them? It was a, both. Because yeah. it, it was like, I had cankles like two weeks before I gave birth, <gasps> and like two weeks after, and I was like, am I ever going to get my ankles back? Like, I'm a big girl, but like, I had ankles, Kay. <laughs> it wasn't just one solid leg. <laughs> I, I remember after I had Aria, I guess I, yeah, I retained a bunch of water afterwards, and my cankles came in three days after she was born, like o- overnight. And I just looked down and I, I think I cried because I was like, what is wrong with me? And I thought I was going to stay like that forever. It was the worst because like they were big. My shoes didn't fit me. Like my slippers didn't fit me. It was bad. You know, after that, I went up with shoe size. Did you really? Girl, my feet have not gotten regular. Like, like they're, they're now like wider than they ever were. You know, I think that's the thing though. I mean, like, don't take my word for it. Like, I think I Googled it at one point, but, um, I've heard that, after you get pregnant, I guess, because of all the weight, like, your feet do get whiter. Like, maybe not ever, I don't know. I Googled oh, it. Oh, that does make sense. But, yeah. It makes a lot of sense, actually. So, you know, that might be just a thing. But. Okay. So, yeah. So, anyway. Back to what I was originally saying, though. I mean, it's just nice to have this support system. Like, it's been really nice to have you. And we're just not doing this alone. I mean. And like we mentioned before, like we have our husbands, we have a family, like obviously we have a lot of other people in our lives, but to have another person that has experienced it firsthand very recently and is dealing with the things that we're dealing with today, because our moms dealt with a different world than we did, Mm -hmm. or than we are living through right now. Because it's not so advertised. Yeah. I mean, yeah, everything's like on social media, on podcasts that you're listening to. Everything's just kind of everywhere. And a lot of times I, I have to like unfollow moms on Instagram because some of these like blogger moms, I mean, don't get me wrong, they're beautiful, they have these beautiful pictures, and I, I know that maybe they've had like moments, but 
sometimes they make me feel so insecure about what I'm doing that I'm just like, you know what? It's, I don't think it's healthy for me to follow you right now. I'll follow you when I feel better. And I do. I have to like unfollow some people because it, they make me feel inadequate. Children aren't a checklist. Children aren't, they're, they're not predictable. You can't base your entire motherhood off of some fake like persona of this woman that's having the same issues we are. Right. That's, that's the big thing. It's like people look like they're this big perfect Pinterest board, but at the end yeah. of the day, they're they're just human and doing the same stuff we are and trying to figure it out. And it's just nice because they just capture those moments in a nice filter. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I every now and then when our children are sleeping, we could we could do a nice little picture and be like so peaceful. But we know the minute they wake up, it's chaotic, and there's, like, toys all over the floor, and there's probably food that they spilled over in the kitchen, and we're just, like, running around and trying to figure out what's going on. Oh, my gosh. Stefan, the other day. Man, I had to go pee, man. And this kid, I had a strawberry just too close to the edge, and he picks it up, and there's strawberry juice everywhere. His panda is, like, totally red. It looked like it had, like, some kind of animal accident. It was just miserable. Okay. I was like, what is happening? Like I came out, panda. and I'm like, Chris is going to have fit if he finds this. I'm, like, so glad he didn't put it on anything that you can see red. <laughs> uh, that's the worst. All right, I mean, we have, we have two dogs. We have a little Pomeranian and a Puggle. So anytime, hmm. like, food is on the floor, usually they pick it up. I mean, it's nice for me to know where it's at so I can clean it, but, you know, they'll get to it first and I don't really mind. <laughs> but every now and then, Arya will just kind of, like, throw all of her food onto the floor so they can eat it, or she'll get food off her plate and just feed them. It... Kids, man. They still die happy. <laughs> <laughs> they will. They're not supposed to have gluten and all this, like, random stuff. We give them special food, and here's Arya, like, you want some goldfish? Here's a whole bag. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. Oh, I'm so glad I have no pets. Yeah. Yeah, consider that if you're... Consider that. <laughs> it, it's a lot. I mean, kids are... Kids... You know, kids are kids. They're going to be how they are because they're definitely learning about life and everything. But dogs and kids, it's just a lot of stuff happening. Yeah. My friend just got a puppy. Did she have a kid? Dasha. Dasha. Has, oh, yeah. She has her puppy and she has her toddler and with terrible twos and puppies, you got two terrible twos down there. <laughs> you have to potty train two now. Like, no, you have to potty there's train. no way. That, that's a lot. Like, uh, and I don't know. I've seen a lot of things where it's like adopt like an older dog because people aren't adopting older dogs. And to me, it makes sense. Get one you know is already potty trained. Mm -hmm. Maybe just a couple years old. Uh, something like that. At least a teenager dog. A teenager. <laughs> it's my teen dog. Um, yeah, I think ours, ours are pretty old. Ours are practically, like, grandmas. Anyway, we thank you guys for listening to us for these past 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this has been our very first episode, and we just kind of wanted you guys to get to know us a little bit and why we're doing this. Um, if I haven't said it, like, already 15 times, I, th I think I haven't. Have I? I probably did. It's really because we want to connect with other moms, and we want you to know that it's okay to not be the Pinterest board mom or the Instagram mom that takes, like, all the amazing pictures. And it's great if you are. Teach us how to do that, because I would like a really nice Instagram picture. But, you know, 
life is life and kids are kids and we're moms. So we just kind of have to deal with things one day at a time and we have to deal with everything as it comes to us and we're all different. So we're going to react differently. We're going to treat our kids differently and it's all okay as long as in the end we're just raising good human beings. So And they're living and breathing. And they're living and breathing. That's what matters. That's number one. We and not traumatized for life. Number one, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's also number one. <laughs> but we thank you guys so much for listening to us. I'm Anna. And Ashley.